2: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. Love
1: I can only mean one thing, ladies and gentlemen. One Shalom. Of our, one of our favorite people on the planet is in the building.
2: I'm in the house. Michael Mackey filling in today for Dana Wright for Michael Mackey. Shalom, shalom. Did you guys watch the um, Oscar nods today? Thoughts? Bueller? Uh, no, I didn't watch. Did not watch, but
3: of course, we just ran a little story about it. Oppenheimer uh, getting a lot of nominations. I
2: know. Uh, how do you feel about it, meteorologist Scott Parks? Um, you could not possibly care less, could you?
1: I haven't seen any of these movies.
3: If they don't have fighter jets and leather jackets.
1: there, There is not... And when I say that I haven't seen a seen a single movie, I don't mean just movies nominated for Best Picture. I mean movies nominated for anything. Not even
4: Dan. Don't forget guns and explosions. Yes, of course. Okay, naturally there
1: is nothing in here that I have seen. Uh, Nothing.
3: uh, You want to broaden your horizons? Nothing.
1: Well, yeah. I mean. I would see Oppenheimer. I would. Oh yeah. it's three hours long.
3: Hmm. I think it's coming out soon on our smaller screens.
1: Wait, is it not streaming yet? I don't think it is. Oh, shoot! Um, I would be. I would be interested in Napoleon. Hmm. Killers of the Flower Moon. I think looks pretty good. I, I think you'd
3: enjoy Barbie.
1: I do too. There is no way in a million years that I am sitting down to watch Barbie. Why? It, it, it does not look like anything that I would find interesting. It's
3: huh.
2: really well done. S- do they sing in it? Sam, have you seen Barbie?
4: I have not. I, I too,
3: have not seen anything on that list.
2: Oh. Do I've they, seen Barbie. They sing in it? Uh, I it's mean, musical?
1: there's
3: musicality. Okay,
1: then I won't do it. But it's time.
3: not a musical. It's not singing in the rain. Do
1: they sing in the movie? Like, do they sing to the camera?
3: No, I don't no. think so. They don't? No.
2: no, they're singing.
3: They use music in the background like all movies do now. Yeah, I know. Yeah. They don't yeah. sing to the camera. These like modern movies, movies with um, their audio soundtracks. <laughs> what would you say, say?
4: <laughs> Dan over here just leaning
1: in to give well, me. Well, like a they finger. all do now. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed that there's <laughs> these things called
3: soundtracks. <laughs> Uh, Welcome to the 21st century. Thank you, Dan. <laughs> I
2: did watch. I did watch the Holdovers this weekend, and it got several nods. So it is a good, like, it sp- got
1: a nod for Best Picture.
2: Yep, good mm-hmm. slice of life says film. Holdovers is really good. Paul Giamatti, and I think there was uh, Best Supporting Actress as well. So. I, the movie you know that I'm obsessed with that I've been hyping nonstop. Dana did not; she thought it was weird, but I loved it. Was Saltburn, and it did not get a single nomination. Rob, I
1: haven't seen that yet either. Saltburn. Uh, I, I know the name of this movie. Who's in it?
2: Um, Jacob Elordi, and he was the guy who hosted Saturday Night Live this past weekend. Mm. And it there it it is the one that I hosted the premiere, and Dana came in, and it's the most completely bonkers psychological thriller. It is... Have you seen it, Dan? No, I have not Oh, yet. it is... W- Dan, Okay. you of all people need to watch this film and then okay. we, need to, we need to kibitz about it. Okay. It uh, by the way,
4: Scott, wackadoo. the text line is right. Uh, Oppenheimer is available for $20 rental on Amazon Prime. No, oh, I'm not like going to... I'm just going to wait till like. a it. But it should be
1: opening
3: up, up you know later what, this month, I think.
1: You, you know what movie came out last year um, and didn't get a single nod was air. With Matt Damon and Ben Affleck.
4: Now, they have gotten a lot of love in some of the other award ceremonies.
1: There, there, there is not a... I, I didn't see a single nomination in here for the movie Air. What was that about? Uh, the Michael Jordan. The Michael Jordan. When they were courting Michael Jordan for the oh, Air Jordan okay. uh, tennis shoes. Set, like, in 19- 1982, 1982 three. It was all
4: about the shoe deal. Jordan what doesn't even appear in it.
3: I've heard that well, there are he, two do- instances he does his where- weird.
1: He, he does, but you only see him from behind. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah.
3: You know, from the text line, this is a good point. You know, they sang in Top Gun. Well,
2: yeah, that's true. You never that's true. Close Both movies. Yeah.
1: That's true. I'm just saying. Is it true? You know.
2: Did I secretly hear there's a Top Gun 3 coming? There, the, out? You
1: did not secretly <laughs> hear that because that has now been publicly disclosed, Mr. Mackey. Okay. There will be a Top Gun 3. With Miles Teller and
2: Tom Cruise. Oh, that is correct. All right. But do we have a premise at all? Do we need one? No, but I just would wondering if there was any any sort of plot or, okay, I don't even. I'm going to fly planes. Why why would I ask? Stupid. Kiss chicks and fly planes. That's all I ask. (laughs) And sing songs. Is Top Gun your all time favorite movie of all time?
4: It was until Maverick came out.
2: Until Maverick
1: came out. Now
2: Maverick is your... Well, Top Gun Maverick was a really good film.
1: Um, do you do you really want to know my top five? It, it would it, it would literally repulse this audience. <laughs> I'm going to have to well, sit down. now I don't down. know if I want to know. <laughs> I, now yeah,
2: I 100, let's go. I 100% want to know.
3: Let's get some popcorn. Top,
2: top five.
1: So, so I'm supposed to say things like Forrest Gump, The Godfather, uh... Uh, silence of the Lambs. That's what I'm supposed to say.
2: Okay, but that's not clearly not what you're going to say. You ready? I I'm sitting down.
1: Number one, Top Gun. Okay. Number two, Top Gun Maverick. All right. Number three, Star Wars: Empire Strikes Back. Fair. Mm-hmm. Number four, Victory. Victory. Mm. Sylvester Stallone and Michael Caine.
3: Oh, is that the soccer movie? Mm-hmm. Great movie. Never seen it. Mm. Victory, 19,
1: excellent. Nineteen eighty-two. Sylvester Stallone, Michael Caine, and Pele. Oh, that was
2: the year I was born.
1: So anyway, that go is on. not the year you were born. That was the year you turned twelve. Go on. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> what is the fifth one? I, I think if I'm being
1: fair and honest, it has to be Anchorman: Leg- <laughs> Legend of Ron Burgundy. All right, fair. That
3: was an amazing
1: documentary. That is
2: totally fair. Thank you, Dan. Those yeah. seem like good choices. I've seen four out of five. That's not bad, Sam. All great have, movies. Do you have a top five Oh of all gosh, time?
4: I don't have a running top five. Um, Shawshank Redemption is definitely up there. Uh-huh. Uh, the Godfather just objectively is one of the greatest movies of all time. Not right. I'm not trying to fall into the cliche there. Um, I've, I'd have to throw a comedy in there, like Horrible Bosses or something. One of those stupid slapstick comedies that just you're belly laughing the whole time. Uh-huh. Top Gun's definitely up there. Um, ooh, number five. Ooh. Hmm. Road
1: Roadhouse has to be in there. Hmm. I don't think it is.
2: Dan?
3: Uh, well, probably go with uh, Citizen Kane. Of course, here we go. Oh, okay. um, oh really, Europa. It's going to
2: be ridiculous. Also what?
3: Europa. It's a, a movie about an American who took a railway job in Germany just after World War II.
2: Okay.
3: Um, it's a very... You asked. Cool. I asked.
2: That's on me. <laughs> what are your other three, Dan?
3: <laughs> oh, gosh. I've well, got so many movies that thing. I well,
1: there was this indie flick that I once saw Actually, down at the Mission Theater for me,
3: on Johnson <laughs> Drive. I <laughs> remember me? when I was just a wee lad. Number one would be Raiders of the Lost Ark.
2: Okay, that's a good popcorn film.
3: Oh, yeah. That was a good one.
2: Mine is, in no particular order, is Aliens. Not the first one, the second one. Hence you said aliens and not alien. Aliens is the only movie that I've literally screamed like a crazy person at the tele- at the <laughs> theater screen because i was so freaked out um <laughs> 9 to 5 a classic that is where i, I mean, duh. that's where i got to b- my beloved dolly it's it's a toss up between like a 16 candles or like a breakfasty club i can't really like, man. breakfast
3: club was yeah. a good one how man.
4: do we leave breakfast club out of this conversation? that's on it, you it,
1: it was
3: hard leaving that one
1: out of my the top problem
3: five. is there's so many good movies that you almost have to have your own genre uh you know top 5 in each genre There's so many good movies, and I never
2: thought I would say this, but you know what? Saltburn has just really, yeah, it's that good. Saltburn is bonkers bananas. I take that back. You know what? I yelled, "What?" like a crazy person twice at Saltburn in the theater. Mm -hmm. So it's in your top five. Yeah, it is that insane. Yep. But I mean, yeah, we're leaving out a, a lot of great
4: movies:
3: Bad Boys, Apocalypse Now, Pulp Fiction. It's one of my top ones. I can't get them all in the top five. I know. From the text line, Borat, <laughs> one
4: through five. Borat, 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 Borat. Borat. Borat,
2: Borat.
1: <laughs> Very nice. Uh,
2: nice. It's nice. I like it. Uh, nice. I like it. <laughs> lot. Wait, are you the one that hates Twister? Who hates? Does somebody feel like? Somebody? I don't
1: hate it. I well, I hate it so much that I love it. Okay. Like there, there's a handful of movies, we, we, we've all got them, uh-huh. that are so bad that no matter how bad they are, you will watch it.
2: Okay.
1: Uh, Armageddon. Armageddon. Oh, yes, yeah, for sure. For sure. Armageddon is the worst movie ever made, and I cannot stop watching it. Twister is equally as bad. Uh, Roadhouse is a pathetically awful movie, but it is so good.
3: So cheesy. It just it just yes. fits the entertainment. Oh, yes. value, I cannot you know?
1: stop watching Roadhouse. We forgot yeah, the Goonies. Oh, the Goonies. Can't a, get them all in the top five. You that can't. I wanted yeah. to put Full a Full Metal a, Jacket. A few good men. Yeah. I wanted yeah. to put a few good men in my list. Uh-huh. Idiocracy.
4: Ooh, full metal jacket might be my number five. I yeah, was, I was,
2: I did like Twister up until the fact, cause you know, it was, I was up in Des Moines and it was shot just outside Des Moines. And we were coming off of, um, what was the one with Clint Eastwood and um, Meryl Streep? Bridges of Madison County. Bridges of Madison County was shot up there and they were so nice and like embraced, they embraced Iowa. And then Helen Hunt comes in to shoot Twister and she was mean to everyone. She was? Yeah, she was horrific. No. Mean. Bill Paxton, super nice. Mm. Yeah.
3: Oh, from the text line, number one movie, Blazing
2: Saddles.
4: (laughs) Where do white women at? I was just about to say let's not go rattling off any quotes. We got one in there, so there we are. Where do
2: white women at? Commercial break, cue, cue it, cue. So you know that I'm kind of a '80s aficionado. I do love my '80s, and um, I fa- I follow this this account called Land of the '80s, and they have the most random, obscure information that you could ever want. It's Less. just I
4: feel like I could do just, it.
2: just a bunch of mindless '80s fare. Well, I just saw that a particular show that I know you and I both watched religiously. Oh, yes, I did religiously. But that's one thing we can agree on. This uh, particular show debuted way back in 1983. Any guesses on what that show was?
3: Myth. These men promptly escaped from a maximum security stockade to the Los Angeles underground. Today, still wanted by the government, they survive as soldiers of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the A-Team. Ta-da! Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun,
0: dun. Yes, oh kids boy. and
2: campers, the eighteen Twenty one years ago today, I huh? No. I don't remember what night it was on, but I remember it was Must See TV. Like, uh what night did the A Team air? That means you're only forty two, right, Mackie? Uh I was two when that show came out, oh, so okay. I barely remember yeah. it. But um <laughs> yes, I do. Hey, did you have a favorite A Team character, I'll uh, just Scott Park? Well, of course, face. Me too. Shut up. My uh, gosh. They
1: aired on uh it aired on Tuesday
2: nights, seven o'clock. And then was uh, the god awful? I feel like I feel like Knight Rider was on after that. Oh God! I... There were a bunch of garbagey, like Simon and Simon. There were a bunch of like. When did Knight Rider air? <laughs> Who cares? Well, I mean, it did sort of put David Hasselhoff on the map? Did it? Did it? Did yeah, it, did it really? I feel like it did. So. Uh, Night
1: Rider was only on the air for three and a half years. Believe it or not.
2: Oh, that's believable. A
1: uh, Story here from oh. CNN: Testing a person's blood for a type of protein called phosphorite phosphorite lay tau or P tau.
4: Common spelling. Yes. Common
1: spelling. Yes. Could be used to screen for Alzheimer's disease with high accuracy even before Michael Mackey symptoms begin to show, according to a new study. Hmm. Uh, the study involved testing blood for a key biomarker of Alzheimer's called P-tau-217, which increases at the same time as other damaging proteins uh, as they build up in the brains of humans with the disease. But this simple blood test was found to be up to 96% accurate in identifying elevated levels of beta amyloid and up to 97% accurate in identifying tau. Hmm. Why would you want to know? I would one hundred and fifty percent want to. Know. Why? You would. I wouldn't. You would want to know if you had a disease that there was no cure.
2: Yes. Oh no. Oh yes. I'm going to. I would be living my best. Life. I would. It would be one hundred and fifty percent. Why would you want day. to know? Why would you want to know? Because obviously, at some point, your life is going to be. You're not going to have the quality of life that you have now. So I want to. I, Take it from somebody who nearly keeled over dead from a stroke. It changed how I lived my life. Uh, up until I had my stroke, I was just sort of phoning in life, on autopilot, kind of going through the motions. And then hmm. when your brain nearly explodes and you nearly die, it changes. So, yes, absolutely, I would want to know. Because okay. if my life is going to be cut short by two decades, I'm going to maximize my fun potential now. But but it's, it, it wouldn't it almost feel like you're on a ticking time bomb? Don't care. Okay. Nope. I'm gonna now, get I'm gonna get as much stuff and I'm gonna make the most before it hits with a vengeance. Why wouldn't you do that anyway? Well, I'm going to, but I'm saying if you like it, wear that sweater every day. Okay. Rough crowd.
4: Now, if this test could somehow predict when the symptoms were going to start setting in, I would take it. Absolutely. But all it's going to do is tell you whether or not you're going to get it someday. Yeah, and no for way. me, if that test lights up, yes. I'm just going to be wondering, and John Grayson said something similar on the Midday Show. The second I forget something, oh, no, are the symptoms setting in?
1: Oh, great point.
4: Where are my keys? Oh, my oh. gosh, the symptoms oh, are here, setting we, in. Here,
1: here we go. The begin- yeah. It's the beginning of the end.
4: And I think ironically, or I don't know if ironically is the right word, but in some weird twisted fashion, that would only exacerbate the symptoms because all of a sudden you think you're forgetting everything.
3: Mm-hmm
1: interesting point that there is no way in hell I would want to know not not if there was any if there was nothing I could do about it why would I want to know I, I should live every day like
2: it's my last day on this planet anyway you should but no one ever does people just kind of like I thought I've seen I found myself falling back into a rut especially during the pandemic when like people were dying right and left I was like eh. Pandemic, pandemic. I kind of wish I would have chosen to do things differently during the pandemic, but
1: like you think you were careless?
2: No, I was not careless. I never oh, left the you, house. You were overly protected. I was overly protected for a really long time. I so
1: nine one three five eight six seven seven nine eight five eight six seven seven nine eight Michael Mackey for Michael Mackey. Filling in today for Dana Wright. She is back tomorrow. He is Sam Stevie the third. My name is Scott Parks here on KMBZ. The only thing that would concern me about taking the Alzheimer's test is my insurance company looking over my shoulder to cancel my policy.
2: Oh, snap. I never even thought about that. Wow.
1: See, be careful what you ask for. Mm -hmm. Because you may just get it.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: I mean, can you imagine if they had a test, and every indication in this story is, They've got one Mm -hmm. where you can take a test, and with a 96% accuracy, they can tell you if you're going to get Alzheimer's or not. And then your insurance company says, well, we'd like to continue with you on this policy, but we'd like for you to take the Alzheimer's test. I'd rather not. Why? Well, dementia runs in my family. Yeah, but we'd like to continue with you on the policy, but Mr. Parks, we're going to need you to take that test.
4: I'd rather not. What about life insurance policies? That's a
2: great point. But, as we all know, with Alzheimer's and the text line, this is rampant on the text line, early detection is key. So if I... To what? To sort of staving it off. There's no cure for it. But, I mean, like, if you can arrest the development of it... But you can't.
4: uh, You can slow it by bettering your habits. Right. You can say that about basically any
3: disease.
1: But, but you could say that about heart disease or obesity or, you know, people in my family, and this isn't true in mine, but um, I'm just playing devil's advocate here for a second. People could say, well, you know, people in my family tend to run a little heavy.
0: Hmm.
1: Well, uh, did your mother have heart disease? Yes. Did your father? Yes. Uh, what are you weighing in at? Well, I'm 5'10 and 250. Whew. We're going to have to increase your premiums because chances are you're going to have heart disease like your mom
2: and dad. And from the text line, and what if the test is wrong and you've spent your life worrying and waiting for it to come?
1: Yeah, what if what if you're in that 4%? Dun, dun, dun. What if you're in that 4% and the test is just wrong and you literally spend the rest of your life worried that one of these days you're just going to forget the kids' names?
2: I don't know. I would still have it. I would still do it in a white hot minute. Hey, um, not to totally change the subject, but guess what I did today, and my mind was blown.
4: You went to Starbucks?
2: Well, I of course I do that every day. Actually, I went twice today, once for me and once for you. Um, no, I um had a little chippy chip on my toothy tooth, and so I went to the dentist today, and my dentist informed me that he now does Botox. And I went, what? Wait a minute. Your dentist is Botox? My dentist. I mean, he typically he does it for if you have what is that called TMJ where you have a, a tight jaw. But he is now a Botox provider. And I was like, well, I'll be. That is some one stop shopping. Marty in the chair. Marty tipped back. Let's go. What, what, what does one need Botox for? You're a guy. I'm vain and shallow and narcissistic and in my early 40s. So, I mean, I, of course I'm going to get Botox.
4: So you got a filling on your tooth and a filling on your face? I did. Nice. That's exactly
2: right. And talk about one-stop shopping. So I was very excited. How did you chip your tooth? I don't know. you know you you know when, your, when huh? you ran know your the tongue uh, over your teeth. That's disgusting. Okay, well, when you ran your tongue over your teeth, I was like, what is that? Sure enough, I chipped it. Probably, I don't know, eating hard candy or ice or I don't you, know. You don't even remember breaking your own tooth. I didn't break it. I chipped it. It was a little like Nick, but I wanted it back. It wasn't that noticeable, but okay. I could all feel right, it. All right, okay,
1: all right. So you go into the doctor and he's, he's, he or she? He. I don't want to be misogynistic. Uh, is saying, no problem, Mr. Mackey. We're going to take care of this for you. We're going to get y'all. All fixed up. Tooth's gonna be right back to normal.
0: P.S. Oh, by, by the, the way, way,
2: yes. And I said, "Well, I am overdue, and I mean, as long as I'm here, why not? Little Bobo, a go go." <laughs> where, where, where did you get it? Uh, like in on my person, or like? Yes. Where, oh, where, where I did thought you, you meant my actual dentist's name. I was where, like, where did you get the Botox? In my forehead, and in my crow's feeties. Try to look surprised. Well, it hasn't kicked in yet. Wow. Try to look surprised. It hasn't kicked in yet. <laughs> but, boy, give me, give me about three or four days. W- wait, when, when, di- it- when did you get the Botox? This morning at
1: 730. Okay, look at me right now.
2: Yes. Boom. <gasps> oh, I think it's taking effect. No, I can, I can feel my eyebrows raising. But give it about three or four days. <laughs> and then I won't be able to feel them at all. <laughs> yeah. They're like, that, the text line's like, it's the most toxic substance on the planet. Yes, it is, and it is going right into my face <laughs> at my dentist's office. Thank you, Dr. Antony Marengo of Olathe. L- look at this. This is the benefits of
1: either getting a lot of plastic surgery when you're 16 years old uh huh, or just aging gracefully. Tell me to make a wrinkle with my forehead. Make a wrinkle with your forehead. Uh, okay. I can't. You, no. I don't need Botox. No. I can, I cannot wrinkle my forehead.
2: But you can furrow your brow. <laughs> that's that's the angry face, meteorologist Scott Parks. Oh, that was good. That was a good one. It looked like you had to poop there for a minute. Well, maybe I did. Oh, okay. Well. Maybe whoa. I did. Maybe I didn't. Mm. <laughs> that's your constipated
4: face. Cold turd paper plate. So, <laughs> so
1: when, when you get, when you, I've never had Botox. When well, you that's get, on you. When you get Botox, how many do they stick into your forehead? All of them.
2: How many is that? I don't know. Five? I wasn't, wasn't, oh, more than that. I'm going to be frozen solid. I'm going to be Nicole Kidman by the time this is done. You're going to be like, act surprised. There it is. Act pensive. There it is. Act angry. There it is. It's all the same. And what's the point? Uh, I don't want to look like a Sharpe puppy. You're not 42. I know. I'm 43. So, yeah, there's that. So, But I have been doing Botox since I was 34, so it's been a minute. Is that right? I have been. Yeah. I'm a fan. And every, I've tried every single thing. If it's Botox adjacent, I've tried it. Xenomen, Dysport, Sport, i tried them all. You try, try like vitamin E, just rubbing vitamin E into your forehead? Why would you do that?
1: Uh, loosen up the skin and... Okay. okay. Oh, yeah. God forbid if we do natural supplements. Oh God, no! I mean, Stupid, that's silly. That's ridiculous.
2: Natural. I mean, who would do that? That's dumb. You're dumb. <laughs> You're dumb. <laughs> so yeah. So hey, when I come in because I'm filling in next Tuesday. Ooh, how about this? Okay, look at me now. Look at me raising my eyebrows and squinting and making the angry face. And look at my crow's feet. And then come next Tuesday. Mama gonna be frozen solid. How about, how about mama ages naturally? How, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. But you wanna be frozen solid? Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. All right. I'm gonna fight this aging process. Are you so gonna like, be are you gonna be one of these guys,
1: like when we're 80 years old, um, you look like Joan Rivers? No.
2: <clears throat> Here's the deal. Do I have permission to speak freely? Yeah, of course. When women get plastic surgery, they look refreshed. Renewed. No, they don't. They They look fake. No, I'm not saying like the Joan Rivers's or the Marie Osmond's of the world. I'm saying if you get a little nip or tuck, women tend to look refreshed, renewed, you know, taut. No, they don't, Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Courtney An- Cox. Jennifer Aniston looks great. Courtney Cox does not. But anyway, my point is... I I feel like women women's plastic surgery has come so far and then you see men who have plastic surgery Kenny Rogers and they all look like burn victims. It's awful. Kenny wow. Rogers is the worst. He is the he is Well, the, he's also dead. He is the litmus test for bad plastic surgery. Also Mickey Rourke, he's another horrific. Yeah, his was his was not good. Botched.
4: I still can't get over Rex Ryan's eyebrows. The who's, reverse Nike swooshes. Who's Rex he's, he's, a he's a football
1: a analysis football guy? Oh. He's, he's he's on uh, who
2: was the really popular baseball player who had so much plastic surgery that it doesn't even look like himself? He's Hispanic. Are you talking about um, Jose Canseco? No, no, it was a here uh, comes Captain Encyclopedia Sammy Sosa. Sammy Sosa Sammy S- got a lot of work done, yeah. Okay, okay. There's a perfect example. Look at yeah. Sammy Sosa's before and after. Oh, owie, ouchie. Okay. So, there you go. And, and you're not going to do plastic surgery? Well, I mean, that would imply that I haven't already had plastic surgery. Have you had plastic surgery? You don't ask a boy if he's had plastic surgery. Almost. Maybe. Maybe. maybe I've what, what have you had done? I'm not going to tell you. Why not? Because it's personal. I, I've had two nose jobs and two Z-plasties. Oh, is Mackey going for Dick Clark? No, but he did have the fountain of youth. I'm trying to think who is a guy who looks really Martin Short looks pretty good. I'm sure he's had a few nips and tucks, but Martin Short is Yes, he's... Carrot Top. He's had way oh. too much work done. Dane Cook. Dane Cook does not look good either.
1: 913-586-7798-586-7798. Michael Mackey from Michael Mackey. Dot com. Going in today for Dana Wright. She is back tomorrow. Sam Stevie the third. My name is Scott Parks here on KMBZ. This your theme song, Mister Mackey. I can't feel my face, but I love it. I love my face.
2: We love your face. I love my. But face. But can you feel it?
1: No, I can't. If I punched you in the forehead right now, would you even know it? Yes. Oh,
2: it, does, it doesn't numb it. It just freezes. It's not you. an airbag.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, the cold temperatures in Buffalo did not stop fans from warming up pregame. So much so that one of them even caught on fire during a tailgate. Have you guys seen this video? No. Of this what? idiot up in Buffalo. <clears throat> a viral video showed a fan sporting. By the way, he was in Buffalo for the Buffalo-Kansas City game, but he was wearing Detroit Lions gear. Of course. All right?
4: Okay. That's what most people do. Yeah, right? Yep.
1: Why not? Uh, viral video shows a Detroit Lions sweater-wearing fan taking part in what has become a tradition of slamming each other onto tables a la WWE in the parking lot at Buffalo Bills football games. A Bills fan held the Lions supporter in a fireman carry on the bed of a pickup truck before dropping him through the flaming table. The adrenaline-filled supporter gets right back up, moves the broken table out of the snow, and then everybody realizes his pants are on fire. Oh.
4: Yeah, so whatever accelerant they had put all over the table to make the table catch on fire uh, was apparently absorbed directly into the man's hind
1: end. Oh! Uh, They quickly came together to try to put out the flames. As the fan tries uh, and appears to be panicked, uh, the clip ends with him rolling on the ground while being crowded by his spectators. Uh, It does not show the moment when the flames were extinguished. He did indeed stop, drop, and roll. Yes, I did not know this. Uh, This... uh, <clears throat> Tradition <clears throat> Started in 2015 I thought it was a lot longer before that Huh?
4: Does it mention how it started? Was one guy just really drunk and fell against a table and Sure They thought it was funny and then they won sure. And they're like, we're gonna do it again Sure
1: I, I think all of those things make sense
4: uh, While we're mentioning the sports ball Sports uh, this, ball From Twitter Uh, The Chiefs and the Bills, the fans, have collectively donated $25,000 to the 10 Lives Clubs, which is a cat rescue charity that Tyler Bass actively works with.
1: You mean wide right?
4: Tyler Bass is the kicker who kicked it wide
1: right uh, to miss that field goal. Hmm. Hmm. Kind of heartwarming. Where will we be watching the AFC Championship game this week, Mr. Mackey? Uh, When is it? Are you paying any attention at all right now?
2: I am 100 percent paying attention to the AFC game. When is it though? Is it Saturday uh, it's or Sunday? S- Sunday. It's Sunday two, I'll be. Two. I'll two, be, two o'clock. Uh, I don't know. I'm waiting for several invites. Sure. I'm sure they I'll will be. come rolling in. They. I'm very popular. Where are you watching it? I'm watching at my house. Okay. With some. I'm actually
1: having a bunch of friends from the um, South Kansas City uh, Rehab Resort come oh, over. That's fun. Yeah. Okay. We'll sit around drink, uh, Shasta. P- well, we are actually
2: yes. I do like a good Shasta.
1: You can you can make fun of me all you want, and but it'll, it'll be a good sober time. And the Chiefs are playing who? The, the Chiefs will be in action. Uh,
2: they are playing the Baltimore Ravens. Okay, and uh, what's the over under? Like, what are we are we supposed to win or?
4: I, I I don't think so. We are the underdog.
2: Oh, we are. Yeah. Oh.
4: Also, yeah. apparently, the tweet that I saw uh, about the donations to the charity for the cat rescue. Was well outdated. Text line is saying that the updated number is well over a hundred thousand dollars. Wow! So good job, Chiefs and Bills fans. Rescue some cats in honor of Tyler Bass's bad day.
2: Do you guys have any? I mean, what, what do you think the score of the game will be if you were betting men on Sunday?
1: You're talking to us. Yes. I have who no who idea? else would I be
2: talking to? What the score is going to be? Like what do you th- what do you g- what do you think the score is going to be? Uh, thirty five to twenty eight. Okay. Chiefs, obviously. Right? I, I Ravens actually, are a, th- a three I actually, and a half point favorite. I
1: actually don't. I want the Chiefs to win. I don't think the Chiefs will win. Okay. There's a lot of people in that same boat. I I want the now. Don't get me wrong. And before everybody goes and lights me up, I want to be very clear. I am not the only person in this building next door, 610 Sports, who thinks this way. Okay. I just had the guts to say it. I want the Chiefs to win. I think they're going to lose.
2: I'm going to put on my Poindexter hat, and I'm going to say 27-24 Chiefs, because wasn't that the score of last week? 27-24, yeah. Okay, I'm going to mm-hmm. say it again. All right, there you go.
4: I like it. Let us hope and pray.
1: What do you think, Sammy? Be Be honest. Don't lie for the for the audience.
4: Being completely honest, I am very worried about this game. Chiefs are um, outmatched. Yeah,
1: they're outmatched. What? We
4: managed to pull off the win in Buffalo, but we, without getting too much into the weeds of it, uh, we're not playing AFC Championship caliber football.
2: No. What makes what makes the Baltimore Ravens so amazing?
4: They're just objectively better overall. Uh, first of all, they can catch the ball. We have a lot of trouble with that. I believe we still top the <laughs> charts with uh, most dropped passes.
1: Is that right? Is that, uh, a fa- is that a fact? And how
4: we managed to do that while having the quarterback with one of the best passer ratings doesn't make any sense because you would think with dropped passes he yeah. would have a lower rating. Um, and Lamar Jackson, I mean, he's just nice. lights out. If we let Josh Allen run on us like we did, Lamar Jackson's going to be he having the a u-
1: Is he the ugliest human being in the history of
2: ugly human beings, though? Josh Allen? No. Lamar Jackson. Oh, I don't know. I just want you to know that I have been engaged in the sports ball conversation for approximately three minutes. I deserve a medal. Or we do.
1: Hey. That, that we were to keep you intrigued and involved in a
2: conversation. about That I, says more about us than you. I really started fa- fading when you started just dropping names. <laughs> but, but I was pretty good up in, when we were talking about the scores. <laughs> Quick From che- the text line, I like eggs. <laughs> I, like, I like eggs. I like lamps. Quick check.
1: I like news. lamp. Dan Weinbaum's got that coming up in two minutes. Sam Stevie the Third, Michael Mackey. My name is Scott here on KMBZ.
2: Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com.